have four saved messages. Saved message. Hey, Leon, Jupiter, is this you? It's Renee. Hello, how are you? How are you? How are you? Who are you? Who really are you? So I've been scrolling on your Facebook. Oh my gosh, you've been posting some. Oh, some intense stuff. Jesus, be with you. God bless you. But you know what? I really love you, but like, I look at like one of your other accounts for your music. I'm like, because you look at all that other stuff. I know you're trying to expose things. And I'm like, does he realize? It doesn't really look like, what's the one, the black and white logo thing? With the, um, I like, I like the whole thing. The, it's a black and white logo for, like, your music. I forget what it says exactly. But, like, it's your, your head's, like, tilted back, and the music's coming out of your ears, and it's like, I get what you're going for, but if you really look at that thing, it looks a little bit like a Baphomet head. I'm sorry, because we were looking at all these conspiracy theory videos. Sometimes you can't help it. Maybe you designed something accidentally. It <laughs> like that. But, you know, do you see what I'm saying? How, like, the smoke coming out of your ears or the stuff look like the horn? The other part look like the head. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't... I see, I see you, but, but you, you want to be careful because it looks like that, too. Sometimes I don't know what's going on with you. But I guess you're still on your walk. You're still on your journey. I'm on mine. Wow. I can't tell you how many times. I'll have a moment, and I'll be like, this is what he meant when he said he was trying to be perfect. When he said he's trying to be perfect. That's what he meant. It makes so much sense, and I just say I love you. All right, I love you, man. Okay, bye. <clears throat> so, basically, the reason that, I po that I'm posting that, you know, for one, like, I do live a transparent lifestyle. Because, I mean, there's no secrets with God anyway, right? And all of the angels are watching our movie, our real life movie, with real consequences. Will we make it to heaven? It's not looking so good for a lot of us, you know what I mean? But yeah, so sometimes you have to cut people out of your life, you know? And even if you don't want to, you have to, you know? And sometimes it's not even them. Sometimes it's just the fact that they could trigger a weakness in you or the enemy can use them to get you to backslide. You know what I'm saying? And so this was, um, you know, a female that I was talking to. Um, she don't live in the same state that I live in. But um, I just know that initially we met on Facebook or whatever and... Yeah, I mean, when, I do, when I'm able to open Facebook accounts, um, I run it to the wheels fall off. So, yeah, I'm going to preach the gospel because we're going to be judged for everything. You know what I mean? And we don't want to be lukewarm Christians. So I do post a lot. But the whole reason that I'm making this episode is because she brings up a valid point. So when I started Free Age Music... The motto was free age music, music that frees the soul. That's like the tagline. I even got um, um, 
a tag. You know how producers put their tags and beats or whatever, you know, um, mustard on the beat, you know, or whatever, something like that, you know. Um, even DJs would have their little tag, like DJ Clue, 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 you know what I'm saying? So everybody kind of got their little signature thing that they do. And so when I came up with Free Age Music, music that frees the soul, um, although I had that idea before I met Busy Bone and started running with Seven Sign and his his people or whatever, I had my own company. You know, I had my own label, my own, you know, music genre because Free Age Music, music that frees the soul, was really a genre of music where it encompassed the best of each genre. So I wouldn't be... Uh, timid or afraid to put country with chill step or you know Cristiano reggaeton with um I don't know country or something you know what I mean so it was just really about not not being put into a category and you know when I was working with busy I knew that if I wanted to basically get to a more established uh, level to to be more popular, to really like get a record deal and do all those things. I knew that I had to go to like a, a Masonic temple to do rituals or whatever. And that's pretty much what I believe the, the Masonic temples are for, a place for uh, people to do their satanic rituals, you know. Um, I don't know because I've never been a Freemason, but that was pretty much what I was getting from when I worked with Busy. But during that time, um, you know, how I met Busy is he, he was coming around buying drugs from me through Seven Sign, you know. And then eventually, um, you know, I was like, well, just tell him to come in. And we, st we started hanging out and kicking it. And, you know, he was sharing stories about, you know, you know, being who he was, which was interesting to me because, you know, he got to work with, you know, very, very well-known people in the industry like Mariah Carey and, you know, Tupac Shakur and Biggie Smalls, um, Puff Daddy, you know, Ice Cube, he was on the, he was on, well, I don't know if he did a song with Ice Cube, but he had, a, his song was on the Friday soundtrack. I think it was called Friday, but yeah, I mean, he was pretty, pretty famous, you know, and um, I think he was actually the, it was actually the only rap group to, um, to, to work with, with Bone, I mean, they, they was Bone, but it was the only rap group, Bone Thugs and Harmony was the only rap group to work with Biggie and Pac during that whole East Coast, West Coast feud. But um, anyway, so during that time, one of the people that approached us to do, well, not us, but approached me f on behalf of Busy because Busy asked me to manage him. When I really just wanted to be a rapper, he, I really didn't want to be a rapper. Like, I really was just a, a drug dealer. And then, you know, that rapped, you know, for like a hobby. And, um, but because of that, you know, plus, like I said, um, I remember... Satan did speak to me when I was a kid, probably like 17 years old. 
he spoke to me through a karaoke machine that didn't have no power because we didn't have electricity and there was no batteries in the, in the karaoke machine and it just woke me up in the middle of the night he just started speaking to me and it was like a real gargled gar, gargled type of voice it kind of sounded like the demonic voice at the beginning of the East 99 album that Bone Thugs did it kind of sounded just like that oh yeah Bone obviously worked with Easy e too so those were like the three pioneers of gangster rap really you know what I'm saying but um, anyway um which really now we know was a cultural conditioning program probably set up by the government, you know, because the record labels own the penitentiaries and the, the way to fill those penitentiaries up is through, you know, mass media manipulation and mind control through the media, mo movies and music, right? So um, that's why they do it because the whole agenda that Satan is, is, is the whole demonic agenda by Satan is to... Um, kill us young and why we're dumb and get us to die in our sins so we go to hell. Like, they playing for keeps. I know I, that you heard that in one of the episodes I just posted today. But yeah, the enemy, the dark side, they playing for keeps. That's why they really going all in on us and they doing everything they can. And like, from the, some of the, the episodes that I posted today that you could see that, you know, these demonic spirits, you know, they are... There's simple like a lot of this comes from the Marine Kingdom, right? So that's I'm gonna try to post some more stuff about that. I have early on with this podcast posted a lot about like the Marine spirits and the Marine Kingdom and just all basically just exposing Satan. So I'll post some more of that now because I know I got new listeners on here and they probably didn't hear it, but you know if you want to get a head start on it, just look up uh, Paniel and Gandhi. His original YouTube got shut down, so now he's under Paniel Eternal. And then I think he's got another one called Where and Lies Eternity. Um, you know, and I, I talked to him, you know, a few times, but some of his videos, they are they are really um tough to follow because um um you know, perfection is a key, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're we're called to be holy like our father in heaven is holy and we all make mistakes. I may make make mistakes every day. Like I wake up sinning, you know what I mean? And um that's like beyond my control. Like I might not even have like a sexual dream or an erotic dream and I'll wake up, you know, as men often wake up, you know, ever since we're like babies we can wake up like that, you know what I mean? And uh it's always uncomfortable cuz who wants to pray? you know, to God to, to, to deliver you or something like that, you know, like, you know, so usually I just try to go back to sleep until it go away, um, but sometimes it don't go away for, you know, a long time, anyway, that's too graphic, I don't want to get into that, um, but um, it's, it's, it's factual, you know what I mean, we're humans, we go through it, especially men, you know what I mean, I mean, only men, obviously, um, as far as that, you know, anyways, I'm, switch the topic but the logo that she's talking about she is right but like so this guy that approached that tried to get at busy to do an album um he was a he was a website designer you know so he wanted to do a busy bone album set up a whole busy bone website was gonna pay busy they had to make payments to him and all this stuff and um you know, I don't even think, I think the deal that I made with them was just like, you know, because I knew they was tight on money or whatever. I was like, shoot, if can you help, 
if you can do a website for me, do my logo, and let me get a couple verses on the album, then it's a deal. But, you know, he reneged on a deal. He should, like I think the website got shut down. He initially did start the website, but then it got shut down. And then he kept the domain name, which was Ilion.com. And I eventually got it back, you know what I mean? But which is A-E-I-L-E-O-N.com. But yeah, he kept that. And then when he kept it, he shut it down, but he kept the domain name. And then he tried to charge like a crazy amount of money. It was like 10, 15 grand. I don't remember. I, I think it was probably 10,000 or something like that. Just eat, being evil, you know what I mean? And I really didn't, I, I was I was put in that position by Busy, not that I wanted to. It was just that Busy was just like, if you want to, we want to get money together, let's get money legally, you know? And you should stop selling drugs. And I respected him for that because nobody ever, you know, came to me and told me, you know what I mean, to like try to go the legit route. And, you know, I respected that. You know, somebody is trying to tell you to do something that's to, to go the right path. You want to do that. You know what I mean? And only when I kept asking and asking and asking and pretty much harassing him about a record deal and getting in it, getting on as, you know, getting a recording contracts I know he liked my music and he has good taste because he's a musician you know and um he approved of my music and so yeah I pretty much harassed him and that's when he basically said well we had to go to Aladdin Shriner's temple to do the rituals so then I kind of knew something was up but I really didn't know too much about Satanism or the Illuminati at that time so I just thought he was kind of Flipping out, tripping out a little bit because he used to smoke sherm or formaldehyde, dipping cigarettes in formaldehyde and stuff like that. And he was just wild. He was a wild dude. But um, anyways, long story short, um, the guy that I had designed my logo, it actually didn't turn out anything like I wanted it to turn out. But basically, I told him was like, you know, I don't really trust this whole new age movement. And it was being kind of pushed heavily at that time with... Eckhart Tolle, he had like the Power of Now book, and there's another book that was called Oneness, The Teachings by Rasha, and I remember I bought this book, bought like a couple of these books, and I gave them to like Busy and Rue and a couple of dudes in the Seventh Sign, and I didn't even really know that I was like pushing like New Age stuff on, on you know, the members in that group, because I was just learning all this stuff, you know what I mean, and I was already baptized as a Christian, but I just was so confused about everything as most people often are today, you know what I'm saying? And um, Rue, you know, God bless him because he he, he got murdered by the police um, a few years back. And uh, But he was always heavily on preaching the gospel, keeping a, a Christian approach to his music. Of course, he wasn't perfect. He used profanity and stuff like that, but he was militant with it, you know what I mean? And he, he read the whole Bible, so he knew more about that stuff than, than I did, you know, probably more than his brother Josiah or whatever. But, um, and I know Busy knew a lot. Busy knew so much about that stuff. Like, Busy was just super intelligent, highly, highly intelligent. So much so, like, I we, we, we just didn't understand, you know, the stuff that he was talking about. I understand it now because I did all the research, read the book of Enoch and read all these books, but just think he knew about all that stuff back then, you know what I mean? And... You know, he's got a story, you know, like I, I never read his book or nothing like that, but he was writing books 
that he never published. Like he wrote a whole book and just left it at Josiah's crib and Josiah lost it and you know what I mean? Like Busy was just that dude was just, you know, he a good dude, man. Like I I I'll never say nothing bad about him again, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I know who the Lord wants me to be and I know that we don't wrestle with the flesh that we wrestle with principalities. And so I know like early on I was young, I was immature. I was in the street, so I had like a whole different mentality and, you know, was really being groomed to be a gangster by my environment, even though deep down I knew that that's not what God wanted for me. You know what I mean? Like I felt it in my spirit. Maybe it was the Holy Spirit or whatever, but I just knew that God wanted me to walk in truth and God wanted me to, to live a holy and righteous lifestyle. But it was so tough because of my environment, you know, and everybody I was around, everybody was gangsters. So it was like you kind of had to, to to survive the streets. You had to adapt to that mentality. You know what I mean? But after studying the Bible so much, I learned like, man, I'm not going to I'm not I don't I'm not called to be like the world. I, I am called to be set apart. And that's why I've been hearing the Holy Spirit talking to my soul and, and, and guiding me to 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 live a, a more purified lifestyle. And honestly, when I was running with Busy those years, that's when I Tried came out with Akon and Bone and Busy wasn't around. That's when he was recording the music with, with me and, and Seven Sign. And he really was trying to get out the industry. He really didn't want to have nothing to do with all of that demonic, satanic stuff. You know what I mean? But obviously on a public platform, he probably can't say anything because you know what happens. You know, they got people that be taking them out the game people end up murdered you know what i mean or suicided or whatever so you got to respect that and understand it but and i've <clears throat> obviously because they probably took these blood oaths and these blood covenants but if you watch any of their early bone videos lazy bone is is i don't want to say snitching but he's definitely telling everybody how they got on he said it was the ouija it was the ouija it was the ouija board you know what i'm saying so you already knew that they was involved with some satanic stuff. And then there's other people out there that knew Easy e and they knew that he had like a satanic shrine in his house and stuff. And, um, you know, I know on the last episode I was talking about how they faked their death and became Jurassic 5, but I got an audio clip on one of the songs that I sampled, uh, Tupac, when Tupac was talking about forming a new regime. And this was, you know, before he died or faked his death or whatever. And then now you got this group Jurassic Five and then Pac or Akil, the MC, was in Switzerland for all these years. And yeah, I mean, there's probably, you know, some stipulations. When you're that famous, you can't really be in America. You know what I'm saying? So and there's people that knew them, knew that who he really was. You know what I mean? They know they know Akil, the MC, is Tupac. You know what I'm saying? But people are stupid. You know what I mean? Like people actually think that this dude that looks identical to Tupac is not Tupac. But that's why you don't really see too much on him. But remember, Tupac was a great actor. You know what I mean? He, he like, went to, like, a performing arts college. Like, he 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 was really an, a good actor. You know what I'm saying? And the whole Tupac thing was a facade. It was an image. And that's what they do in this industry. I mean, they even exposed the baby for that fight that he got in the jewelry store. The dude that he supposedly fought in the jewelry store that he supposedly beat up, yeah, that dude exposed him and posted YouTube videos saying that 
it was all gimmick. You know what I'm saying? So who knows if the baby really even shot anybody in, in Walmart? And then a lot of people think that the baby is really Snoop, little Snoop, which was Meek Mill's homie that supposedly died. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of strange stuff going on. There's this dude, Conscious X, on YouTube. There's two of them on YouTube, but one of them is the dude that exposes these immortal fallen angels because basically that's what we're guessing that they that the, these celebrities are. These fallen angels always wanted to be worshipped. The whole reason they hate us is they didn't want to be mess. They didn't want to be of service to us, and that was the commandment of God. You know, to be of, to 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 look out for mankind, and they didn't want to like basically bow down to us because they felt like we were a lesser creation. You know what I'm saying? And then aside from that, you know, they the women. You know, they wanted to to mingle with the women. So whatever it is, these fallen angels they want worship you know what i mean and it's all about idolatry you know what i mean that's what it was all about back in the day with you know back in egypt and all of that stuff but yeah i mean i, I post a lot of stuff but really i post stuff just to plant seeds so for people to go do their own research but uh the book i did called the free age movement uh it's called sprezzatura the free age movement um I, I don't know if I talked about that, but I got to do the audio version to that. So I'll probably be editing that book pretty soon. But the guy that designed this logo for me, I think his name was Shane. He was a Jewish dude, right? So when I was giving him the idea, I'm like, yeah, so it's free age music, music that frees the soul. And like for the logo, I was just thinking like a guy taking off his headphones and his his spirit coming out. Because it's free age music, music that frees the soul. And so that was the, the concept that I had. Like, I just wanted to create music that was unlike any other music that was out there. And so at that time, I was being put in categories of like gangster rap, underground rap, and conscious rap. And I'm like, nah, I want to be in free age music. Like, I want to create my own genre. And they're like, oh, you can't do that. I'm like, I can do whatever I want. But because of the industry and the powers that be that are in control, that create these genres, you know what I mean? So, um, even like, I, like, they was putting me on Wikipedia pages and they was putting information in there incorrect. I'd go in there and edit it and somebody else would re-edit it immediately. And I'm like, who's so focused on me? A nobody, not famous at all, you know what I'm saying? I've been around famous people, met famous people, you know, hung out with them and stuff like that, but I'm not famous, you know what I mean? Anyways... Enough about that, but the logo was designed by a Jewish dude, you know what I'm saying? And like I said, I didn't know nothing about the Boffman or nothing at that time, but that's not what the logo is. Like the logo is literally the is free age music, music that frees the soul, and the guy's taking his headphones, as he's taking his headphones off, his soul is leaving his body. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, it probably isn't, you know, gonna be perceived and um, the way that I envisioned it. But we have to think here, the enemy is always setting traps. The enemy is always attacking us. The enemy is always working against us. And that was a situation where the enemy was definitely working against me because that dude did me dirty on that deal. I got done real dirty the whole time. Like, basically, man, that's like I told my friend Al. I'm like, man, like, I knew that I I had demons and, like, I knew I was under a curse because... My father said that he walked in on my 
grandmother and she was burning the cross of Jesus upside down into a bowl like she was doing a ritual. I don't know how true that is. I don't really talk to my grandmother that much. She she doesn't really speak great English. She doesn't really speak English at all. But um, even when I talk to her in Spanish, you know, and I use the translate, she don't really try to talk to me that much. And like when I went to go visit her, you could sense like a negative energy around her. So I wouldn't I wouldn't put it past past her that that she was into that because from what my dad said was that she just didn't want her my mom around my dad, even though they already had my sister. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's why they my dad met my mom on a bus in Mexico. She was crying. He asked her what was wrong, and she said she just ran away from home because her mom's boyfriend was molesting her or raping her, and she had nowhere to go. And so my dad was like, well, I got an extra room, you know, so if you you want to stay there, you can. And she moved in with him, you know, and maybe like a year or two later or whatever, um, they was dating, you know, they was boyfriend and girlfriend, and she got pregnant with my sister um, her mom found out, took her, and moved to Miami, Florida. And so she was devastated because, you know, she wanted to be with my dad. And before they left, they got married. So maybe he got married to try to, you know, you know, solidify that their relationship was real and that he was serious. And so, yeah, I mean, if her mom, my grandmother's going to, take my take my mom and my sister you know to Miami right after she gets married that's probably devastating to my dad you know so I don't even think he had any plans of even coming to America before that you know what I mean because he was he was a runaway too he ran away because my um my my grandfather his dad um remarried or um dated some woman after my grandmother died so my dad's mom when she, she died when he was young and man i wish i would have found out like how she died and all that got all that information i guess i could probably try to reach out to my aunt but anyways it's it's just i'll figure it out in heaven you know what i mean but um if i make it if i make it to heaven which you know it's a fight it's tough you know um i don't think people understand that like a lot of people they really do think, you know, once you're a Christian, you're always going to go to heaven. Like, they just don't understand that that's not that's not really what Jesus preached. You know, he said that no one can snatch you out of his father's hand. And, you know, nothing could stop, like, his love for you or whatever like that and the father's love for you. But if you read the Bible carefully, you'll see that you can fall away. You know what I mean? You can be turned over to a reprobate mind. You can go back into a sinful lifestyle and yeah, you can lose your salvation. I went to hell as a Christian, right? So I was baptized as a Christian. Cause a lot of people say, Oh, you got to be baptized. Like, yeah, I got baptized at an apostolic church when I was like 18 or 19. And I definitely did feel not, not during initial baptism. I didn't really feel any different two or three days later, man. I definitely felt, felt new felt new and that's the only way I could describe it I, and I was like at the playground and um 
Well, my dad's, he had a new girlfriend. I was at the playground with her kid, with her kids or whatever. And I was like jumping off. I took pictures and everything. Like I got pictures of that. And I don't know, just that day, like I felt new, you know, and I backslid super hard after that. You know, that was before I ever met Busy and, and any, and really before I started really dabbling in, in, um, deeper into like the dark arts and the occult and all that stuff. But before all that, before I got baptized, that's when I was um, messing with the Ouija board and all that stuff. So, which was horrible. It, it caused so many problems about life, caused problems about dad's life with him and his girlfriend. Definitely brought a, a, a curse if I wasn't already cursed, which I'm pretty sure I was because my dad was saying that, oh yeah, so my, my mom moved to Miami with her mom, my grandmother, she was writing letters to my dad, and that's how he got her address, popped up on her on her birthday, got her pregnant with me, my grandmother wanted to have an abortion, and turns out that when she was taking my mom to go get the abortion, the doctor saw her, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's kind of like that, that scene in Goodfellas, where he was bringing a dude to the hospital or whatever, and they were like, "Man, let me check you out because you you sweating profusely and you you look kind of crazy, Ray Liotta or whatever." And they had to check him out too. But um, I guess it was something like that kind of happened, and they checked on my grandmother and found out that she was pregnant. She was pregnant with a boy, and she can't really force my mom to have an abortion um, when she was pregnant with me and. Um, when she she wasn't going to have an abortion, you know, and my dad even told me he said that day that they were supposed to go have the abortion. He heard God tell him to not have to make sure that they didn't have the abortion, and I thought that was pretty cool to hear that from my dad. And another thing too, my parents were married, so I'm actually the only one in my family that was born under a marriage because my sister was born before the marriage. I believe. I mean, I believe that she they was pregnant before they got that my mom was pregnant before she had the baby and that's probably why they did get married. That and the fact maybe that my grandmother was trying to take her back cuz I think she was only like 17, you know what I mean? 17, 18, something like that. So she was young. And um and then my my half brothers, I got 3 of them. They were Obviously, all not born under a marriage because my dad never got a divorce from my, my mom. Never. So, and you know, when you get into like, you know, all the, when you really get deep into it, you know, that does have an effect. Like that creates a legality for demonic attack, being born out of, I think it's wedlock or being born out of fornication, which uh, troubles me because, um, because I also had, um, you know, I remember when I was younger, I was with some girl, I was dating some girl from Indiana and um, she got pregnant and she wanted to get the abortion. I, I didn't want her to get the abortion. She did it anyway. And, uh, you know, that, that, that bothered me. And um, so I probably got a kid in heaven. And then I think there was another girl. She said she was pregnant with my kid when I was in North Carolina and uh, so the first girl, she was an Italian chick, and uh, she looks she looks Spanish though. And then the second girl, she was a white girl, blonde hair, blue eyes. 
petite chick. She she's beautiful. And um I can't even think of her name. You know, I was like nineteen when I was in North Carolina and she said she was pregnant with my kid and um I got locked up, was on the run and never was able to get in touch with her, try to try to find her, try to reach out to people that I knew out there and they just didn't want to have nothing to do with me because I was in so much trouble and the police was on me. So I don't know if she had the kid or not, if she got the abortion or not, but I probably got a kid there. And then this other girl here, um, she also looked like a Spanish chick. I think she white, but she got black hair. She got dark features or whatever, but um, I know her, that's Kendra. So the first girl was Tiffany, second girl, I don't remember her name. This third girl, Kendra, and she got a four-year-old son that she says is mine. And I told her, like, my birthday tomorrow, but I told her last week, like, man, I really want to see him. I want to get that DNA test. I've been asking her for four years to get that DNA test. And you would think, like, if it was really my kid, but she looks, he looks exactly like my baby pictures. But uh, I think he's mine. You know what I mean? And I, not only that, because I felt like I had a vision when I was married that I was going to have a kid with a girl with black hair. Like, I feel like I had that vision like three years before I got the divorce. But anyway, um, hold on, I'm texting me. That's the homie. But, um, so, yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, um, anyway, yeah, so this girl, uh, Renee, um, she cool people, man. I like her a lot, you know what I mean? Um, but she, you know, she a West Coaster, man. And I don't know, they kind of, I don't know, I don't want to say nothing. That may be interpreted the wrong way, but, you know, everybody grow up differently, you know what I mean? But she definitely, um, she definitely going through her walk, you know what I mean? And um, another girl I talked to out there, too, and they, um, it's a lot of witchcraft out there, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a lot of witchcraft out there, so, um, yeah, I don't know, but uh, God bless her in Jesus' name, for sure. Um, but, nah, she cool. Um, but yeah, I just, look, man, I don't want to, I do not want to disrespect the Lord. I'm scared of him. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Um, so I really am trying to be perfect, like she said. And I really am, you know, trying to, you know, avoid anything that could trigger me. And being a single man that <clears throat> hasn't had, you know, sexual relations in a long time now. For me, it's been, what, I think, four years, three, four years now. So, the last girl was Kendra, and I know she probably don't believe that, but it is true. And she's supposedly my baby mom, you know what I mean? So, not that it make it right, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't where I am with the Lord now. Obviously, you know, that was right when I went through the divorce and my dad was dying from brain cancer. So, like, that's when I, that's when all that happened with her. And, um, and I pursued her, you know, which is kind of weird because I don't really pursue women. 
too much. Used to when I was younger a little bit, I guess. But anyway, my life an open book. I don't know if that helped any of y'all, but nobody listens to my music anyway, which I'm like thankful for. Uh, because I was going to delete it, and I was like, man, it sucks, because I, that was my whole life, and I know there's gems in there, like, because that's my walk with the Lord, like, whether I knew it or not, it was, it was like a diary of me coming out of the world, coming into to a relationship with the Father, with, with the, the whole Holy Spirit, and with, with, uh, Yahushua, with Jesus, you know, and, um, so I know there's so many people in the world that if they do come across that music, which they'll probably find it through through Busy Bone and Bone Thugs and Harmony, you know what I mean? So that's kind of why I had it out there, because if anybody follow, of course, they probably only listen to the songs with Busy on it, but at least the channel has an explanation, like this is all secular music, I gave my life to Christ, and... You know, and I had some people in there hit me up like, well, I thought Busy was Christian. And I'm like, I did too, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know where he is now because I don't talk to him, you know what I mean? But I just don't think, and I don't mean it in a, in a negative way, I just don't think we knew, you know, at that at least at that time, because this was like, what, 2005, 2006, something like that, those, that's, those, mute, those songs came out. And, um, and honestly, I think Busy was really trying to, you know, better perfect like better his walk with the Lord. And it was probably hard coming around us, you know, because I do, did drugs. And honestly, man, Busy really didn't do like I never really seen him smoke like that. I know he rapped about smoking, but he really didn't smoke weed like that. And and yeah, maybe sometimes, you know, he 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 dabbled in, in the powder. But he really wasn't on the powder like that. He'd drink every now and then. I always, I probably seen him drinking more than anything. But I mean, I didn't seem, you know, I know he messed with the powder, the weed, the alcohol, and the sherm, you know. So I didn't seen him around all of that stuff. But ninety percent of the time, he was just sober and he was just battling demons, you know. And he was going through his walk. And I was just young, you know, young and not and stupid, you know. I was in my early 20s or whatever, so I really didn't, really didn't know what was going on, you know what I'm saying, and I just, I knew that because of his, his connection to the industry, I was trying to get on, but I just didn't understand that it involved all the satanic rituals, even when Jeff Kempler, the vice president of Virgin Records at the time, hit me up, he was already, he was using code words, talking about that busy needs to go to rehab for that album to come out, which basically means... They wanted Busy to go do some demonic rituals for the Song For You album to come out. And I did record for that album. Went to the studio and, and, and did a verse for it, but he he didn't use the song. And he said that the, that Virgin didn't want to use it, which I don't know. Maybe it was true, maybe it wasn't. But <clears throat> because of how we fell out, you know, which I don't really want to get into. I probably have said something about it before, maybe through to the homies or something like that. I don't know if I, you know, vocally did something like, like a podcast episode about it. I may have, I don't know. I probably haven't though, but either way, we'll just say that, you know, he was showing me the way to get into the industry and I chose not to. So, um, which I'm glad, you know what I mean? I'm glad I didn't 
do that, you know what I'm saying? But um, who knows? I might not even be alive if I if I took that route. I know <clears throat> the one guy that was going to go that route, Capo, Adrian Parlett, he he's no longer with us, and his as far as I know, they never saw his murder. You know what I mean? But from what Rick Robinson told me, and I guess I can speak on that because he's not alive no more. From what I heard. Um, there's definitely some, some type of ritual, something going on with that for sure. So, you know, who knows, you know, speculation, maybe, maybe some hatred because Rick wasn't really dealing with, would be at the time. So I don't know. It's none of my business. I don't care. I mean, I want to say like, I don't care. I'm just like, that's between them and God. You know what I mean? But I know. Rick, he strung me along for a decade, you know, promising me things and never coming through and, you know, a lot of broken promises, just a lot of gassing me up and never delivering and trying to blame it on me. Like, I couldn't tell you, like, how many times I sent him albums and, you know, I don't know. Who cares? I don't care. It's all stupid, negative stuff, man. Like, all I care about is if we make it to heaven. But yeah, that, that Free Age Music logo... um, Jewish dude designed it. He was hating on me, like I said, and he um, kicked me off the album and deleted the website. And all I had left from it was the logo, and that's kind of like why I hung on to it because I'm like, well, I got it, and um, I actually paid someone to trademark it, and they uh, ran off with the money. So yeah, man, I got a lot of stories like that. I couldn't tell you how many stories I got about. You know, paying people in the industry to do stuff, paying people, and they just ran off with the money. And uh, just hard lessons to learn, you know, being young, 20s, and sending money to, to people that I never met in person online and just getting scammed and conned out of stuff. And so much so to where it's just like, you know, People were like, oh, man, this music sounds like crap. Like, who mixed and mastered it? And it's just like, well, if they really knew the story, they knew that I paid this person and that person, this engineer, that producer, this and that, and did all these stuff and tried to do the contracts and everybody was doing me dirty. You know, I just had to try to learn how to do it myself. And I'm not, I'm not, I never went to school for like, you know, audio engineering or nothing. So I just had to learn it myself. People crack on the videos like, man, these videos look like garbage. And it's just like, yeah, because, you know, when you try to pay people to do stuff and then they, they don't come through and they, you know, scam you, you just start trying to do it yourself. And I know there's probably kids out there that's probably like 13, 14 years old that do this stuff way better than me. But they're also growing up um, with the technology in their hands as babies, whereas when I was growing up, <clears throat> you know, I didn't I didn't know nothing about a cell phone until I was probably out of high school already, you know what I mean? And our pagers came came into play when I was like 16, 17 years old, you know? So, yeah, there's definitely been a lot, a lot of advances in technology. So that's probably too why, like, when the rapture happens and for the younger generation, they might feel kind of sore about it because... They feel like they want to, you know, live out their teenage years and their 20s and 30s, you know, being in the world. And they may, they may give their life to, to God 
when they get older, like they're not gonna have that chance because the technology, the wisdom, you know. So the fact that they got all this wisdom, like I just saw a video today, some dude seen some kids and they was like, yeah, we make like $500, $700 a day. I'm like, dang, man, they do is selling candy. You know, those kids that be selling candy and water, selling, I'm selling this candy bar for $10. I'm like, well, good luck. I'll take $5. And I'm like, yeah, but I can go into the store that you're standing in front of and get it for a dollar. But people are giving the kids money because they're kids. And they're like, well, at least they're out here trying to do something positive. But one of the kids was like, yeah, I'm a sports better. I do. I, I, I take the money and bet on sports. And he's like, I got to get it out the mud. And they're just talking like grown adults. And that's the manipulation from the music and the money bag, yo, and yo Gotti and NBA young boy. And you know what I'm saying? Travis Scott and Lil Uzi Vert and Thugger and Gunner. And you know what I'm saying? It's like. It's the manipulation, man. It's nothing new. They're just hitting a younger audience and they're turning them out younger. You know what I mean? You got to think, man, there's there's kids that are getting um, gender reassignment surgeries or whatever they're called. You know what I'm saying? Like kids that, that, that ain't old enough to make any type of other, you know, good decisions calculated decisions they're they're doing that and it's being paid for by the government and yada yada you know and they're and they're massacring their genitals because they think they were born that way because a transgender by the name of lady gaga put out a song like that you know what i'm saying that's a boy you know lady gaga is a boy but um jennifer lopez is a boy Megan Fox is a boy. <laughs> I mean, if y'all do your research, you know what I'm saying? Like you're gonna figure it out. People are talking. People that people that do that that treat these people like in, in the hospital, nurses, doctors, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they don't care about confidentiality agreements, none of that stuff. You know what I mean? They don't care about losing their life. Like these there's people out there speaking the truth. And you can find them. Like, they're out there. Now, whether you want to believe them or not, that's up to you. But there's just a lot of male to female and female to male going on. Like, that whole inversion process, it's all satanic because that's what, what the devil is doing. Like, he's just trying to attack and destroy God's children any way he can. And he's been successful. I pray that he's not no more. Like, I really don't. I don't agree with all this, you know what I mean? Like I tell God all the time, like I don't agree with it, but I'm not in charge. He's in charge. He's God is in charge, you know what I'm saying? So we're stuck on this ride, man, you know, and it sucks, you know, and that's why I'm trying my hardest to to not upset the big guy upstairs, you know what I mean? I'm trying my hardest to stay on his good side, and I make mistakes every day, you know, and I gotta constantly ask for forgiveness. I feel like that's all I do anymore. It's just all day long. I'm just asking God to forgive me because I know I'm a piece of crap. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's that's definitely been the theme, you know, that I'm a sinner. I deserve to go to hell. And uh, it sucks. But, you know, what can I do? I'm just trying to, you know, been trying to figure out how to play the game my whole life. Now I know how to play the game. It's not easy. It's challenging. And um, 
You know, I had to restructure my whole life, restructure my whole lifestyle in order to try to, 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 to play this game the correct way, you know, according to who's in charge of it, which is Yahweh, Yahuwah, you know what I mean? And, you know, it is what it is. Like, I, I don't even, I can't have a negative feeling about it at this point. I done went through all those emotions early on. You know, I've even posted episodes on here where I'm snapping out and venting at God, you know what I mean? And I'm just not going to do it no more because I know Satan does a lot of things to get me to complain. And if you complain, you lose your blessings. And I don't even really know what my all my blessings are. I mean, other than being healthy, being employed and able to keep working, um, you know, roof over my head, warm shower, the little things, you know, I'm able to eat, eat every day. Little things I'm just thankful for, you know what I'm saying? And that's good enough for me, man, you know? And uh, I just, I don't want to upset him, the Lord at all. Uh, I have to apologize when I do snap out. Um, but I get it now, you know what I mean? As long as I'm in the word, I'm doing what he says, the attacks from the enemy are minimal. He still attacks, for sure. Like, that's always there. But I'm able to deal with it better. As long as I'm, I'm in the word and I, as long as I'm keeping short accounts with the Lord, I'm constantly asking for forgiveness and I'm just constantly learning, you know, studying every day, studying the word every day, studying spiritual warfare, just learning. And I post a lot of the episodes. I don't post everything. I just don't have got time to do every single thing, but I post enough, you know, I post a lot, y'all. And, um, and I hope it's helping somebody out there. You know what I mean? Like the new episode I just posted the other day was saying that we shouldn't ask for money. So now I don't even want to ask for money no more. You know what I mean? I just completely rely on God. If somebody wants to become a, a supported listener or somebody wants to donate, the information is there. But I know now, you know, God doesn't want me to ask for it. So I won't, you know, dug it out. You know what I mean? If that's whatever, whatever I got to do to make it to heaven, man, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. That's all I can do is try. All right, y'all, man. I love y'all. Be blessed.